Michelle is a musician with albums released as Everyone Except Me and artist behind the post-apocalyptic webcomic Stray Cats. She's kind, a bit shy, and furiously creative. Henrik is a filmmaker with over two dozen films and TV shows as producer, director, and occasionally host. He also released a couple of music albums. He's bombastic, larger than life, and tenacious almost to a fault. Together, they've been best friends for a decade. This show is awkward. So lunch is a highlight of my day. Yeah. Uh, or at least it's the only opportunity for a highlight. <laughs> that might be a better, more sad way not, to express it. Not dinner, just lunch? Uh, well, lunch is like the, the, the hope, the hopeful meal. I don't eat breakfast. So lunch is the hopeful meal. Lunch is the like, man, maybe everything will be, will continue uphill after this. Because hmm. dinner, it's like, no matter what, I'm just like eating it. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, I'm not going to do anything. That's a lie. I'll work until like three in the morning, but whatever. But today I had some uh, Hebrew national hot dogs, which, uh, and thank you to your ancestors um, for those. Um, but I had some Hebrew national hot dogs. Uh, I have been during this, you know, lockdown, yada, yada. I've been, I bought a lot, I buy a lot of groceries cause you know, I try not to go out as much. And also I'm buying a lot of cheap food because I'm earning much less money. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I was eating hot dogs and one benefit through the whole pandemic for me has been that I like things people don't like. So like I never go to the store and get disappointed because they just, they're out of sardines. Yeah. doesn't happen because yeah. sardines are very niche. I love them. Um, similarly, I can find weird, uh, oh, what do you call it? You know, weird condiments that nobody wants. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like for instance, I've been really into this, uh, wasabi, uh, brown mustard. Okay. It's really good. It's super good. Um, but a couple of weeks ago, I discovered the greatest discovery I have, which is habanero relish. Oh, interesting. And it's literally a relish made of habaneros, not relish with habaneros in it. Wow. I checked the ingredients and it's just the number one ingredient is habaneros. Wow. And it is... You 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 know how you can tell how hot it's going to be is how small the bottle is. Okay. That tells you like that tells you a lot cuz usually when hot sauce comes in a small bottle it's because it is very very concentrated. Mhm. That makes sense. Well, this stuff is super hot. Um and I slathered one of my hot dogs in this habanero uh stuff uh just hoping to feel again, I guess. Um, just, just trying, just trying to feel again. Um, so, but I didn't really think it through. I just started getting really overzealous with the relish, just really, really covering this damn hot dog with, with habanero relish. And on like the third bite, I guess I didn't notice that like the, the uh the the toppings were all kind of shifting back with gravity mm-hmm, as they do. as I was taking bites yeah especially when you put this much on mm-hmm. so 
you would, you know, you would think the story is going toward each bite got more intense and, oh boy, my mouth is on fire. No, um, <laughs> they piled up so bad and I'm watching TV eating. Oh no, I know where and, this is going. And all of a sudden I just get a giant glob of, of, you know, of wasabi mustard and ketchup and a lot of habanero, uh, <laughs> relish just on the side of my face, almost to my nose. <laughs> And then it slides down the side of my face to my chin. And I'm not stupid. So I am, well, I mean, I'm stupid enough, but I'm not super stupid. So I immediately wipe my face off as fast as I can. Cause I'm like, oh shit, this stuff is going to burn. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, the side of my face, it's just now stopping to tingle. And that was about, oh. that was about 45 minutes ago. Oh, wow. So the side of my face is still a little tingly. Uh, this doesn't top, this doesn't top the time though that I was cutting a habanero, just cutting a habanero pepper, and then touched my eye. Oh yeah, and that was the best. I think the best the best part about that was, I think uh, I texted you because I was like I'm laying on the couch uh, waiting for this to pass, <laughs> and then I was like, but like my first thought was like just lay down and wait for it to pass, like the last time you did. <laughs> 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 I I got to, have you ever have you ever touched your eye after cutting like a, a like an extremely hot pepper? Yes. But but it's even like not directly after, but what'll happen is I'll be like cutting something and I'll be like, "Oh, I'll wash my hands." And then 2 hours later, I'll touch my eye and it'll still be super hot. So <laughs> I I ate uh spicy chicken wings on Monday and then mm-hmm. like uh like scratched the inside of my nose. And was very awake after I did that. Yeah. Um, but but I, I will say, like, cutting a habanero and then, like, moments after cutting it, touching your eye is, it, it, was, it like, induces almost, like, cold-like symptoms. I, I mean, I could see that. Yeah. It makes your nose uh, uh, flush. Mm-hmm. It makes you sneeze. Um your your eye, of course, just waters and waters and waters like a faucet. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, I've done it twice. Wow! <laughs> the first time I did it, I actually got myself way worse than the second time. The second time, I think I had actually rinsed my hands off a little bit at least. Mm-hmm. The first time, it was just straight up like from touching the inside of the habanero oh. to touching my eye. Oh, don't, oh. well, <laughs> and on top of that. Um, you know, it, it's a, it's a pepper. So, uh, it's also possible that that first time that pepper was just much hotter than this other pepper was because yeah. they vary. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so, cause, cause there's, that's definitely like, um, if you ever want to like win a, a bet, uh, a fool's bet would be, you know, I can eat like three jalapenos faster than you. Cause you might get two that just aren't that hot. Yeah. So are you feeling lucky? Is the real question, punk? <laughs> Are you feeling lucky? Um, <laughs> my mom used to tell me stories about how um, right before I was born, my father uh, was a was a I don't know if, if he was a busboy or a waiter or what, but he worked at a Mexican restaurant, and uh, the owner of the uh, Mexican restaurant uh, was a Mexican man who um, they would all like hang out my dad, a few of the other employees and him, and they would have contests where they would sit there with a, with a a bowl of uh, jalapenos and they had to 
each take one and eat it. Wow. And then take another and eat it. And the first person to show that it was hot, the first person to give in to their urge to go, <laughs> whoa, ah, that person loses. Wow. <laughs> And I always thought, like, what a what a perfect example of male bonding. If you ever needed to understand mm-hmm. what male bonding is like. Of course, then there's me, though, who I just want my mouth to burn all the time. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> I, I'm, one of my things is I want the most extreme of whatever is out there. Mm-hmm. It's just a part of my DNA. So if, if I can have like, I remember once I bought a pack of mints, uh, I had to import them from England because the reviewers said that they were substantially stronger than Altoids. Mm -hmm. And I had to know. Yeah. And they were, they were not only stronger than Altoids mint wise, but they were much larger. They were like the thickness of an Altoid, but like the width of a Necco wafer. Wow. They were huge. Yeah. It was like, it was like getting, you would put one on your tongue and it was like getting a, like a, a like a, like a communion in Antarctica. Just like, wow, my face is frozen <laughs> now. And they'd be like body of frozen Christ. <laughs> you know? Um, but I remember seeking those out and loving them. Uh, I've also seeked out like the most sour candies in the world. Um, yeah, uh, because warheads are like, that's a gateway drug. That is not the sour, the most sour candy in the world. Um, you get, you have your, your warheads, but then you have your toxic waste. You ever have a toxic waste candy? No, I don't know why I would. <laughs> they're, they're, they're just a stronger warhead, but still relatively safe for children to consume. Mm-hmm. Relatively. Um, did you know that there is so much acid to make those candies so sour that they have warnings about how it will eat off uh, the top layer of skin on your tongue if you're not careful. Oh, no. It happened to me when I was 12 years old. Oh, I was God. sitting. Oh, man, you're going to love this. I was sitting at the computer, right? Sitting at the computer uh, on AOL, rocking a 56K modem, <laughs> uh, uh, probably in a chat room. I don't remember exactly what I was doing. Probably in a chat room, actually. <laughs> And, uh, and just popping them one after the other, after the other. And I had gotten one of those big bags of them. And sure enough, I noticed my, the top of my tongue felt weird. Like it felt numb Mm -hmm. and weird. Yeah. So I look in the mirror and the top of my tongue has like turned white, not all of it, but like a section of it has turned like white. Mm -hmm. So I touch it and it breaks off. Like oh my the, God. Skin, the skin kind of like, like, like dead skin on a finger mm-hmm. or something. You know what yeah. I mean? It yeah. like breaks wow. and it doesn't really hurt much at all. It just kind of mm-hmm. was like, uh, uh, so I did what any kid would do. I, I peeled some of the tongue and then when it started to hurt, I stopped. But then I did the most brilliant possible thing you could do, which is I sat down at the computer and was like, well, maybe I can eat one more warhead. No. It hurts so bad. Yeah, your so tongue bad. is all raw. Why would you do that? I think it was worse than raw. I think my tongue was just damaged. Hey, it's just a, it's just one layer of your tongue. Come on. Well, um, that hurt really bad. And then I sure enough, I read the bag and it totally had a warning. Mm-hmm. Uh, that eating multiple, many, many of them in a row can cause damage to the skin on your tongue. I wonder if that's kind of like pineapple. 
Because pineapple, if I eat a lot of it, it makes my tongue feel weird. I wonder if, if pineapple was more or something, if it would like make parts of my tongue fall off. I don't know. That's I, I, yeah. I don't. I don't get that when I eat pineapple. It doesn't make your tongue feel weird. Not at all. Because it sounds like what you were describing kind of sounds like how pineapple makes my tongue feel if I eat a lot of pineapple. So. Well, I think you need to eat a bunch of warheads to see if that's similar. Yeah, well, I'm not going to do that. <sighs> not e- not even just because like I don't want my tongue to peel off. Because like <laughs> honestly, like that's not that big of a deal. Um, it's more that like, I hate sour and I just don't, it just sounds like, why? You hate sour? Yes. Okay. Well, well oh yeah. We've talked about it, Cause you don't like, uh, you don't like green apples. I no, I don't like anything sour. Like any sort of sour candy, even if it's a little sour is too much. Sometimes orange juice is too sour. Like <laughs> I can't, I can't do it at all. Like, I don't know what's up. And it's not like this, like runs in my family. Like, everybody else is like, what's your problem? So <laughs> it's the same thing with like spicy things. Like I'm pretty tolerant to spicy food, but like the rest of my family is like, let's go hard and make this as hot as possible. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. Um, but sour is worse because like, I just can't, I can't tolerate it like at all. So no sour patch kids, obviously. Oh my God. I don't, I've eaten sour patch kids. It's not terrible, but like, I don't want to do it again. So I get you. Yeah. I I mean, I think they're delicious. Um, but I mean, but sour patch kids are on that low end of sour. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I watch a, a show on YouTube where they have a professional pastry chef try to recreate, uh, popular food items. Mm-hmm. Like Twinkies and Hot Pockets and all kinds of stuff like that. And when she did Warheads, she couldn't even suck on a Warhead for like for like 14 seconds. She had to wow. spit it out. And she was like, how is this enjoyable? This is so sour. <laughs> like, I'm not tasting anything. I'm just like, my mouth is just contorting. And I'm yeah. sitting there going like, like, I'm sitting there like, what part don't you get? <laughs> Like, if anything, it should be very simple, ma'am. Um, <laughs> but uh, the the cool thing was she ended up having um, one of her coworkers at the kitchen bring her son in, who is a sour food nut. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he was like 13 or 14. And he would like, she was like, so you like warheads? And he was like, yeah. And she gave him one and he just popped it in his mouth. He's like, these are awesome. And, and when she made the warhead, he, he ate one. Cause the trick is that they make them gourmet. Mm-hmm. So okay. like she, she made warheads with like real fruit flavors, hmm. you know, stuff like that. And they try to avoid like going entirely extracts or entirely chemical based flavoring mm-hmm. in order to make it gourmet. Okay. Um, but every now and then she'd do one like uh like she did Twizzlers and tried to make them better. And I was like, the whole what is good about it is that it's bad. <laughs> like you can only change so much of it before it's not that anymore. Yeah, yeah. But then there were other items that aren't that way. Like you you could make an incredible gourmet hot pocket. Mm-hmm. I yeah, mean, you just sure. use better bread, better cooking situation, better ingredients in the middle. But then it's like you're uh, you're trying to make a better good and plenty. No, you can't. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. it is bad and great, and that is the end of it. Yeah. Um. 
but uh but no she did sour patch kids as well and the kid came back to help her with those because she thought they were a little too sour (laughs) and and he was like she gave him an extra bag of just the the sour crap and he was like eating it out of the bag and i was like that is me that is me Okay, I want the extreme. I'm the guy. I want the yellow Listerine. Ew. I don't want joyful, fun scope. I want battery acid that kills 99.9% of germs that cause gingivitis. That's what I want. I want to know it's working through suffering. So, (laughs) (laughs) although, uh, uh, (laughs) have you ever brushed with cinnamon toothpaste? Yeah. It's awesome. I like, I like cinnamon toothpaste. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't buy it very often. And I think one of the reasons is because I feel like it's too good. <laughs> like I'm brushing with cinnamon toothpaste. And I'm like, there's no way that I'm supposed to be brushing with this. Because mm-hmm. this is awesome. And I feel like a little kid. Aww. And I'm like, okay, well, next time I'll buy a real one. That and I'm old. So like, I'm like, ah, they don't have any cinnamon sensodyne. <laughs> so old before i got um that my tooth taken out uh uh many people probably don't would why would they know this i uh i have right like right when they scheduled me to get my gallbladder taken out one of my molars split and got infected yeah but because i was already scheduled for gallbladder surgery which was much more urgent Mm -hmm. um i couldn't get it taken care of because if I had to go to the doctor and get it pulled and all this stuff, it would have affected my surgery. Um, I had to wait until my surgeon cleared me to go to the dentist, which was only like uh, less than a week later. But uh, it hurt a lot. Thank goodness, you know, part of having uh, that surgery was that then I was just on a constant stream of Vicodin. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really, I mean, I was fine with my tooth hurting because I was just completely whacked out on pain meds anyway. Yeah. Uh, which really, that really was a blessing. Like that was such a blessing. Um, but uh, <laughs> where was I going with this? I don't know. Um, <laughs> when I had when I had my uh, my tooth taken out. Uh, oh, oh yeah, that's right. Um, before I had it taken out because the the fracture had started months and months earlier. Mm-hmm. But yeah. we weren't certain what was going to happen with it, so we were kind of waiting, which was. Probably not so wise. Yeah. Um, I love my dentist, but my hygienist, the woman who was like overseeing all of that, mm-hmm. she left shortly after. And I think she wasn't really doing that good of a job in hindsight. Cause yeah. I remember her saying, like looking at an x-ray of that tooth and be like, huh? And then like not doing anything else. And then like four months later, I'm in horrible pain and like, you got to pull it out. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so, um, but uh, one of the side effects, obviously, of that was that the tooth was also incredibly sensitive. Yeah. So I was brushing with Sensodyne like all the time because well, otherwise I couldn't drink anything cold. Yeah. yeah, that's where I was going. With. And that got me started on using Sensodyne, mm-hmm. um, which I don't use all the time. Um, I'm super vain, so I bleach my teeth. And... <laughs> And, uh, which I highly recommend if anybody is, doesn't like the color of their teeth, uh, like white strips are super cheap and they totally work. They didn't uh, work for me, but okay. they didn't work for you. They didn't really do anything except like after I use them, I got really interesting stains on my teeth. So I don't know. I don't know if that's the cause, but I never had staining before I used them. Hmm. Did you um, use them for the entire 20 days? 
you know me. I do things all the way through. That's fair. No, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Um, yeah, you'd have to talk to your dentist about that. Yeah, I, I don't, I actually think, I don't really, like, want my teeth to be a different color. They could just be whatever color they I want I think that's be. okay, too. Yeah. I, I... <laughs> There's been a lot of obsession about teeth in my life due to the uh, just about six years that I was in braces. Mm-hmm. So, like, the moment the braces came off, I've always kind of been like, I got to keep these things working. Mm-hmm. In fact, I <laughs> I still wear my retainers at night. Good for you. I don't. But I wore my retainer for way longer than most people do. So, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, uh, no. It sounded like you had something to say. Oh, I was just going to say when I got, so when I got my tooth taken out, I, I was, they, they, I got an implant mm-hmm. and one of my first questions was, will my implant, like, can we alter my, or like, will I still be able to wear my retainers to keep my teeth straight? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, or will I need to get new retainers? And they're like, oh no, we should be able to just kind of like, you know, buzz the, uh, or, you know, sand the part and make mm-hmm. it fit the new tooth. And I was like, okay, cool. And then my dentist was like, you still wear your retainers? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, what, do you grind your teeth at night? And I'm like, no, these are the retainers they gave me when I got out of braces. He was like, you've been wearing your retainers for 15 years? <laughs> and I was like, well, like four or five nights a week. And he was just like, wow. That, I <laughs> mean, I, that's, that's yeah. really impressive. I I figure I would have worn my retainers for longer, but it doesn't help with my nausea. Ooh, yeah. And I have a really big fear of swallowing my retainer. And for years after I stopped wearing it, I was still having dreams that I swallowed it. So, like, I needed that to not be in my life anymore. Well, it, it maybe, maybe, I mean, how crooked were your teeth? They, we, oh, I mean, we haven't talked about this here, but we've <laughs> talked about this before. They were bad. I needed a palatal expander. Like, wait, wait. We both had palate expanders? Yeah, yeah. I can't and believe I, I forgot this. Yeah, yeah. It was a big deal. My teeth were really weird. So I And I did wear my retainer way longer than, seriously, like anyone else I knew that wore a retainer. Um, it was years and years, but I did eventually just give up. Wow, palate expanders are awful. Yeah, and then they like turn the thing. I don't want turn my- Turn the key. Yeah. You turn and- the key. And I was, I mean, I probably most kids are like this, but I was one of those people who was like, I don't know, my teeth are fine, leave it alone. And everyone else, and my dentist is like, orthodontist is like, no, we got to make it better. It's like, no, I don't want it to be better. It's fine. Oh, God. I remember begging my mom to skip a night of turning the key. Aww. Like, begging her. I also remember nothing but french fries getting stuck in the top part of the <laughs> palate expander. Like, I remember going like this. <laughs> Yeah, the sound Try- that you have to make to get it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Fucking palate expanders. Yeah, that was fun. Um, also, I don't think I, we had to turn the key. I think I went to the orthodontist. It's like, you know, like every several months and they would just turn it. Oh, no, my mom, yeah. had to, they, they, they w- it was like a couple of times a week and then it was like four times a week. Then it was every other day. Oh my god. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was rough. I mean, and I had a lip bumper. Did you ever have a lip bumper? No. You didn't have headgear, right? No, I didn't have headgear. Cause I was told 
that basically I was so I lucked out. If I had been four years younger, I would have ended up with headgear. But they that had just went out of style. Like that had just stopped being a regular mm-hmm. part of an orthodontist's prescription for the problems I had. Then you're really lucky, yeah. I know because I although at some points I'm like, man, I wish I'd had a headgear because that would have made me that would have been so cool. Cause you know, we were watching <laughs> we were watching TV shows and movies where people had headgear. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but yeah, I had a lip bumper, which is a piece of orthodontia that you slide onto, you know, um, you know, bolts, I guess, on your back molars on the bottom mm-hmm. part of your jaw. And it keeps your lip from touching your teeth to help keep your teeth from continuing to bend backward. Oh, my God. My teeth were really, really, really bad, Michelle. They they were like going in. Yes. Oh wow. No, they really were. Wow. Uh, in particular, two or three of my bottom teeth were actually growing inward completely. Why would they want to do that though? They need to eat, and it's just that's not how you eat. Because my lower jaw was traumatized. Oh. Um. When I was a baby, uh, I had my first tooth on my bottom jaw. And I got knocked over in my high chair, and that tooth got knocked out of my mouth. Oh, no. And it malformed the growth of all of the teeth on my lower jaw, baby and adult. They all grew in weird. Well, they grew, it was, they were worse the closer they were to where the trauma happened. Mm -hmm. So, like, where the trauma happened, which was, like, my my front right, uh, grew, like, straight back. And then the others kind of grew sideways a little bit and, you know, were messed up, but not horrifically so. Yeah. Um, but it was really bad. We, we had to, my uh, orthodontist had to have a game plan for how to fix all of my issues. Oh my God. Well, my, my mouth was published. Um, he, in one, in his, I think it was his third or fourth, uh, edition of an orthodontia book he published. Wow. They used pictures of my mouth as an example of like, here's what five years of extreme and well done orthodontia can fix. Wow. Yeah. We were done. We were done paying for the orthodontia and I still had my braces. Wow. That's how long it took. So... It was bad, dude. I had, uh, and like, um, the teeth, whatever they're called, the teeth that are right next to your canines, the, uh, you know, the front teeth that are right next to your canines. Yeah. Whatever those are. Yeah. They were up, they were up really high. Mm. Um, like they were almost, the tips of them were almost at my gum line. So brought them down. We brought them down. How do you do that? By, okay. So you had braces obviously, because we're Uh we're talking about, uh, you know how there's a wire, that goes on oh, all the brackets. Yeah. So they, and, and how you, you raise the gauge as the teeth get straight straighter. Yeah. Well, he had to have a wire go to a certain point. That was a normal gauge. Mm-hmm. And then he would cut it off and wrap it off. And then he had a special wire that was even lower gauge. Mm-hmm. That was just for pulling those teeth down. That is so, so weird. Um, we also used a spring. Um, that's how we used a spring to pull that one tooth that was growing fully into my mouth. Mm-hmm. They used a spring on that one. It wasn't actually connected to the wire on the bottom of my mouth, like directly to the bracket. The bracket was connected to a little spring that gave gradual pressure. Wow. 
Wow. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like you had a really good orthodontist. I had one of the best. Um, his name was Dr. Eichelberger. Um, and he was, he was one of the best. I had a great dentist too. Um, and my dentist was like, <laughs> no joke. When, when my adult teeth started coming in, my, my dentist was like, we're going to send him to Eichelberger. <laughs> oh, because Eichelberger, I mean, he was a published expert orthodontist. Like mm-hmm. he was somebody you really needed. And in some ways, I remember my mom telling me later, he was kind of like a best kept secret. Okay. Like he just, he, he was a world published orthodontist who spoke at lectures and stuff like that. But he just had a cute little practice in Dayton, Ohio. Oh. Uh, right off of Smithville Road, right outside of downtown. Um, although when, when my teeth were almost done, he had moved into this huge facility that really made a lot more sense Yeah, for him. I think he was, you know, in the process of growing his business because all of a sudden they had like way more chairs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember like the technicians crying when I got my braces taken off and this was the last time I was ever going to see them because it had been like five. Well, and it was five and a half years in braces, but the lip bumper, the palate spreader, that stuff started when I was like 10. Oh my god! So I was I saw them, wow, at least eight years. Wow. Yeah. Um, and toward the end, when they were getting the final things to happen, they were being very aggressive, and I was in the orthodontist office every week for like maybe three months. Wow. Getting an adjustment and a change, and an adjustment mm-hmm. and a change, and um, it was pretty awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they really worked hard to try to make it not the worst experience of my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember just being so confused by the feeling of my teeth and the way they looked because it looked nothing like I remembered my teeth looking. Yeah. Yeah. I, my mouth looked like a monster's mouth. It was disgusting. I'm sorry. Like, I wish I had a good picture to show you. Uh, but I'm also glad I don't have a good picture to show you because my, my mouth was such, I mean, it just looked like a train wreck. Once the adult teeth started coming in. I'm sorry. I, I believe your mouth was fine. I mean, not fine enough not to get braces, but I... I, sure, I also had I'm 100% sure. overbite. Huh. I didn't my, even... my front teeth went all the way to the bottom of my gums on my lower teeth. Wow. <laughs> I still have a little bit of an overbite, but that was like insane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So don't defend those damn teeth, but I but like I, you anyway. It's okay. <laughs> Thank you. Well, it's, it's, so the thing is with, 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 with braces, I, <laughs> I, I am afraid that my teeth like want to go back because mm-hmm. they, they moved so much. And yeah. if I don't wear my retainer for like a week, it's tight in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're um, going to shift a little if you don't wear. Yeah. Yeah. And actually I'm actually thinking next time I see my dentist, which is in June, I'm going to ask him what it would cost to get new retainers. Mm-hmm. Cause my old ones are getting pretty worn out and I have to keep bleaching them and stuff. Cause they're so old and they're, you know, full of bacteria from my mouth. Yeah. Uh, I, and I bet you that n- new retainers would probably be better. Sure. They'd probably do a better job. So I need to see what it would cost to get some new f- top and bottom retainers. Cause now they'll just give me Invisalign. Mm-hmm. which I'm sure is much more comfortable 
than these yeah. weird plastic retainer thingies. Yeah, but that would that, actually be a lot more comfortable. Huh. With how much my teeth move, that's why I was like, I can't, I can't imagine being afraid of swallowing my retainers because they never came out. Like in the morning, I wake up and I'm like, like, like suctioning my tongue as tongue as hard as I can to the top of the retainer, and it won't oh, come God. loose, and I have to put my hands in there. So that's why I can't identify with your okay. fear. <laughs> yeah, because mine would just kind of come out. So yeah. yeah. Well, well, congratulations on your normal ass mouth. <laughs> So no, but how, so how long did you have braces for like a year or two? Uh, it's it was uh, it was a while. I actually don't remember how long I had braces for. It was it was longer than like my sister. Um, but I don't know how long. Well, you would remember if it was five years. I promise. Yeah, it wasn't uh, five years. <laughs> <laughs> well, the average person had braces for maybe twenty four months. Mm-hmm. So you probably had it roughly that long, maybe longer, maybe shorter than twenty four months. I know that that's on average. Uh, it's funny now. My dentist, like when I was a kid, if you needed dental surgery, you went to one place. If you needed braces, you went to the orthodontist. Mm-hmm. If you and, and the dentist really handled like braces, crowns, caps, but only if they were not highly complicated ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and you know, um, cleanings, X-rays, you know, fillings, all that stuff. That was yeah. what the dentist did. Now my dentist is like, I do uh, implants and crowns and braces and. <laughs> and, and you know tooth removal and bubble and i'm like how do you guys how can you do everything now it yeah. used to be you couldn't do everything um but uh i i mean like i hear now when i hear people want to straighten their teeth it's like oh i just signed up for a thing online that sends me a new invisalign every month i'm like are you kidding me yeah <laughs> where's the suffering i don't think i mean i don't think i would have been able to have that as a kid no, anyway probably not uh, they probably would have been like, now send a picture of your teeth. And then they'd be like, uh, it didn't load right. Can you send it again? <laughs> and send it again. Like, uh, it's all distorted. The teeth are all wrong. You got to, can, can you ask somebody else to take a picture with their phone? And at that point I would just be crying. Serious. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> or it'd be like trying they'd be like stop trying to play a joke on us yeah, this isn't funny ron i knew it was you ron it's like who's ron <laughs> i just want to smile with confidence <laughs> um and my mother my mother was a big believer she grew up with um crooked teeth not as crooked as mine by any stretch but crooked mm-hmm. teeth and she was very uh, like um she was very you know uh insecure about them and she got braces when she was 40. Wow. Yeah, I, re- I remember my mom having braces and wow. complaining about the rubber bands and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I remember my mom having braces. And my mother was adamant that I should get my teeth straightened as soon as I could so that I could always be smiling with confidence. Because mm-hmm. she hated that she didn't smile with confidence for so long. Aww. Um so she was very adamant. My sister had braces. I had braces. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, it's terrible too. If you look at my mom, well, before braces, my mom's lower teeth and my dad's lower teeth, they were both like very similar train wrecks, huh. like just kind of messy bottom teeth. Yeah. And, uh, so it's funny cause the mine were like, you know, we're way, we're like a plane crash we're, <laughs> rather than a train wreck. They were so much worse. It's like, thanks, guys. Genetic lottery <laughs> on that one. All right. Uh. <laughs> but, uh, oh, I also, um, before I could have my braces put in, they had to pull both of my baby canine teeth because they were not going to fall out at all. They just decide they're just going to stay? Um, when they pulled, one was a little loose, 
but the other one had a full root, huh. which means it was never going to fall out. I was like, cause I was like 14. Wow. Maybe, maybe, maybe not quite that old, maybe 13, but I, I will say nothing is weirder than living for like two months with just no canine teeth whatsoever. Yeah. Very weird. So what were the adult teeth going to do? They were just going to stay there underneath? Uh, they were going to stay there and eventually cause like severe medical problems. But why didn't they want to come out? I don't understand. Uh, I My dentist thought it was super weird. Um, but really all he focused on was the fact that if we pulled those guys out, then my adult ones would come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just that they weren't because those teeth weren't coming out. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it was funny. The left one was the one that wasn't coming out at all. The right one actually probably would have came out on its own just much later. Mm-hmm. Cause when they pulled the right one, it just popped right out. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, you know how when you were losing teeth, how there's like nothing holding it in really anymore. Yeah. But yeah, but then when they took the, the, the left one out, I mean, they had to do the, the, the grinding back and forth, the cracking and twisting and pulling oh, to get it out. <laughs> You've had teeth pulled, right? No. Good for you. It's horrible. It's so bad. <laughs> I only had that was the only tooth I ever had pulled by the dentist until I had the fractured tooth. Right, yeah. Um that one was terrible though because um infected tissue can't be numbed. Oh god. It can't. No, I mean it literally can't. It just can't take the uh the Novocaine. Wow. So he would tell me he'd be like I'm going to warn you like you're not going to feel all of it because we've numbed all of the tissue that mm-hmm. we could mm-hmm. but the tissue that's in the infected area you're just going to feel. So yeah. he would pull and I'd be like oh pressure pressure sharp 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 and then it was but then it was out and then there was instantly no more pain. Good. Um except <laughs> when they had to go in uh inside the socket after they pulled the tooth and clean out the infection that hurt like a didn't hurt like it didn't hurt like a son of a bitch. It just hurt quite a bit. It, yeah. it wasn't horrible, but it was like ow, 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 ow. It was one of those things where, where the um, where the uh, dental assistant would was holding my hand because it was like this is the best we can do for you on the pain in this part is <laughs> like is human contact. Um, they're really good. I love my my current dentist is really very very good. I mean, good. he did a really good job on my implant. Um, but, uh, uh, <laughs> I remember when, uh, when they finally installed my, um, my dental implant entirely, uh, which like screws on like a piece of Ikea furniture. It's so friggin' weird. <laughs> they, they thread your jawbone it's, and yes. so it literally can screw in and out. And, uh, but I remember when I, when I got the, you know, the paperwork and I was leaving, uh, I remembered saying like, thank you guys so much. I look forward to only seeing you twice a year. Cause I had been, I'd been there so often <laughs> getting, <laughs> getting little things that cool. Uh, like the tooth came in from the, uh, from the manufacturer and it was the wrong size. It was a little too, it was a little too small. Yeah. And my ortho, or my, or not my ortho, but my normal dentist, he was just like, I'm not going to do that to you. We're not going to do this till the tooth's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, yeah. now they print the teeth in the office. Wow. They have a water powered printer, like 3D printer that uses water to carve out uh, crowns and caps in the office. That's so cool. It's really cool. And like most major medical issues I had, that was introduced a year after I needed it. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) I don't even want to get into the time I had a viral infection in my eye. I don't think that's, I, I, we don't have time for this. (laughs) 
so so anyway i didn't mean to go that far to be honest i i <laughs> i'm just so happy to be talking to my friend michelle Oh, I realized about halfway through, I was like, I'm not having any trouble talking right now. I felt really depressed and upset today. And now we're talking and I feel quite a bit better. Oh, good. But, uh, so, so, well, so we've, we've spent an immense amount of time talking about my tumultuous relationship with orthodontia, but how did yours go? Um, like not, you know, just like, I guess like, a like it goes when you're a scared kid who doesn't think things will ever be the same ever, you know? And well, like, were you afraid, like, what, that your mouth would just not feel right ever again, or? Yes. Um, or that I'd never get used to my braces, you know, just Michelle stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in fact, I was such a little basket case person <laughs> that my dad, like, thought he needed to, like, go talk to my orthodontist because I was in so, so much discomfort. It's like, no, it's it's not his fault. He's not trying to hurt me. Um, but, We're like the opposites. My mother was always like, you're just taking it personally. Yeah, well, it, it like, depended and on the situation. I guess I was that upset. Because also, uh, like, I, you know. Because there was that time you broke your arm and they were like, yeah, just relax. And you were like, yeah, oh, it really, really, like, no, it doesn't. Yeah. Um, no, but, but my dad was like pretty upset and was like, you know, so. Well, it's hard though. I mean, cause it does hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, my mother was much more kind, I think in particular because she was only a few years out of her own braces. Yeah. yeah. So that definitely helped. Um, but I do remember, um, my mother, uh, had tears in her eyes because after all of my adult teeth came in and they started working on them. Mm-hmm. I remember my orthodontist telling my mother that I had very nice teeth. I mean, the, they were crooked as all get out, but they were like, their shape was good. The form was good. They were all healthy. Mm-hmm. And I remember my mom crying because she was so happy that like, he was like, he was like, it may take us a long time, but once we get these things, these in order, they're going to look great. And he was right. I, I do. I'm very proud of my, I think I have a great smile. Yeah, you do. Um, which is why I bleach the shit out of my teeth. Yeah. That's not true. I bleach. I do one twenty application about once a year. Oh, that's not that's not that no. much. And then I'll do well. Then I buy two packs. I buy twenty, and then I buy another twenty, and then I maybe do it every two weeks or every month. I do one treatment just to try and keep them white. Okay. All right. So, um, and sometimes I'll do a 20 run twice a year. It just depends on a lot of factors. Like, yeah. am I being, am I being photographed? Like when I decided to host popcorn fodder, I totally, you know, was bleaching my teeth every day mm-hmm. while I was doing the show. <laughs> I was like, they've got to be whiter, damn it. Whiter. <laughs> well, you know what got me funny? So this all turned, comes back around. You know what got me bleaching my teeth in the first place? No. Was my implant. Oh, because yeah, they that makes tried sense. to match the color, but it was just a bit whiter than the rest mm-hmm. of my teeth. So I was like, "Well, I'm going to bleach them till they match." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, it's a ba- it's a molar. It's not it's not you know all the way back, but it's pretty far back, so you don't really notice anyway. Yeah. Um, but I notice every single imperfection. <laughs> That's what I do in the morning. I when I have to go out, I look in the mirror and I just go, "Are my imperfections acceptable today?" That's, I mean, that's good. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta pay attention to all those things. You should, do you have, do you have them like cataloged? Like, okay, this spot <laughs> on my face looks all right. 
they're, they're cataloged on my soul. Oh, it just I just look at my soul and go, okay, uh, let's check the old hairline. Hmm, <laughs> I don't trust that this looks fine. Uh, all right, teeth, teeth. Are these yellower? I drink a lot of Diet Coke. Are these yellower? <laughs> Uh, and then I, then again, I'm like, I don't trust that I know if they are or not. So I'm going to buy, I'm going to put on my shopping list for next week, bleach strips, <laughs> um, and sensodyne toothpaste. Cause they make my teeth just a little extra sensitive for like an hour or two afterward. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Well, that's good. I, I just get up and I go, Oh, I have a new pimple. Okay. And then I don't get it. pimples. Yeah. Cause you, you, different kind of skin than i do i have beautiful oily skin yeah <laughs> i get I, i'm sincerely i might get one pimple a year probably less that's nice so that's eh, all right <laughs> yeah you know pimples just having them for the rest of my life it's not it's not like awesome it's just but i mean it's part of my life i have like pretty interesting back acne back acne um <laughs> for some reason, but it's just my skin. It just wants to have pus hang out in it, I guess. I don't know. Well, I mean, that's, it's nice to be inclusive. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So you don't like sour at all, but isn't one of your favorite candies fruit slices? They're not sour. They're, they're very sweet. They are very sweet. They're not really sour, but they have like that dusting of like powder. That's a little, or not even powder. It's like granule stuff. That's a little sour. I think it's sugar, and I don't think it's sour. Now I have to check. I think you should get some fruit slices. Um, I don't know if you get, like, the orange slices from supermarket, or you get, like, the nice fruit slices. But I I'm never get the sure nice fruit slices. They're really nice, but I don't really get anything. I think I sent you a thing of nice fruit slices for Christmas or your birthday or something once. You did. They were really good. Okay, hold on. I think I have fruit slices you uh you have to keep talking while I'm gone. Hold on. Okay. Um I'll know. I'll look at the waveform if you stop talking. Okay. Tell me when you're leaving. You've already left. Oh no. Um so I, I just like fruit slices. I like gel candies. I don't really like chocolate candies that much. Um this is like not interesting. Please come back. Please, okay. Please. I oh, you're back. Have a brand new box of cherry slices. You just have fruit slices in your house? I bought these Monday. Oh. Hold on. Listen. That's the seal. Was it like is it like a box? Yeah, it's a plastic box like you would get strawberries kind of except you know obviously it's airtight. And it has yeah, it has the seal that yeah, that made that sound. Yeah. I'm tasting. Yeah, there's nothing sour about this at all. Yeah. Yeah. I must have just wished they were sour. I'm sorry. but Or maybe mm-hmm. if we hadn't talked about it, you would think that they were sour. Just because that's what you prefer. They're very nice, though. The dogs were very confused as to why I ran into the <laughs> living room so fast. <laughs> Because <laughs> I was like, I can't leave Michelle dangling too long. Out of the way, dogs. Okay, well, you were not wrong about fruit slices. Good. Which would make sense because you know them. 
I, I would think so. As my greatest nightmare talking while eating on a microphone just happened. <laughs> okay. I mean, there was no law that said I had to eat the other piece, but there yeah. was a law that said I had to eat the other piece. <laughs> the law of the wild. <laughs> um, well, have you ever had a toothache? Um, it's, I don't know. Then you haven't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's what my mother told me too. My mother used to tell me, I would say like, I think I'm having a toothache. And she'd be like, you'll know. Mm-hmm. And then when I had a toothache, I was like laying on the floor, staring at the ceiling and the ceiling was like twisting and turning. Oh yeah. That's not good. Yeah. And then I went to the emergency dentist and they couldn't figure out why. Yeah. That's not good. Um, well we did figure out, <laughs> I had, um, like a, a, a mild, uh, I guess it was like an infection or a cut on my gum. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I, and I did something really stupid trying to clean it. I don't know. What did you do? I put peroxide on it. Ow. Which, which is allowed. Um, it isn't like some people will swish with diluted peroxide to whiten their teeth and stuff. But because of the pain and stuff, it just, it, it set off a, a pain in the nerve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the theory my dentist came up with later when we talked about it after I was out of the pain. Yeah. Um, it set off the nerve and then made all of the teeth on that side of my mouth super hypersensitive. Oh. Which is something that peroxide does is it makes your teeth sensitive. So, oh. um, but it was literally it hurt so bad. It was like the room was almost spinning. I was in so much pain. Wow. That's terrible. And I called my mother and I told her what was going on. She was like, oh my God, you have a toothache. And she like, she was like, I'm dropping everything. And I'm going to pick you up and take you to the dentist. Aww. So I called the dentist and was like, I have a toothache and I can't think. And I was like crying. And they were like, um, we could probably get you in an hour and a half. And then they called me back 20 minutes later. I'm like, come in right now. So, and then they were like, oh, they were like, okay, just breathe, just breathe. Here's a prescription for Vicodin. Just breathe, just breathe. Oh God, that was horrible. That was about two years before I lost the tooth. And, uh, ah, ah, why, why am I remembering these things? Why do you make me relive these things, Michelle? Why do you do this to me? I don't know. I guess I just thought it was fun. I'm sorry. Uh, your cruelty knows no bounds. Thanks for listening. You can email us at thisshowisawkward at gmail.com or go to awkwardshow.com or whatever. See you next time. <laughs>